Welcome to Tuscan Radio. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and I just wanted to start off the podcast by remembering another fallen Star Wars veteran. On Saturday night, we got the news that Darth Vader actor David Prowse, the man inside Vader in the original trilogy, has passed away. And he brought so much to the role. He brought so much to the role. Yes, we heard the voice of James Earl Jones being so commanding and menacing throughout the original trilogy. Revenge of the Sith. I think Rebels. Rogue One. Little Bit and Rise of Skywalker. So, I mean... The way Vader moved in those original three films was scary. Um, he died of an unknown illness. Um, there are rumors that it was COVID-19, but something like this, I don't really want, want to get into rumors. So, I just want, want to start the, pod, start the podcast this week by thanking him for everything he did for Star Wars. Um, and just, we've lost Peter Cushing back in the 90s. We lost Kenny Baker in 2015. In 2016 was Carrie Fisher. 2019 we lost um, Peter Mayhew. Now in 2020, we've lost um, David Prowse. So... Please stop taking people from us that were in Star Wars. Please, please stop. Don't do that. Um, So I just wanted to start the podcast with a little tribute to him. Um, But let's move on from that. I don't really want to linger on that too much. It was very, it was devastating when I woke up on Sunday morning and and I saw that news. It was so sad. So, so sad. Um... So, the only thing Star Wars that came out this week, the only content-based thing that came out this week, uh, today, The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 6, Chapter 14, I'm currently recording this podcast around 5 p.m. Central Time um, on Thursday night, so this is going to go up in a, a couple of hours, so we don't, I, uh, there are rumors this episode is only 32 minutes long, the shortest episode of the season, and second shortest of the series, but if anything, we learned, especially from Chapter 2, The Child, last year, um, even those shorter episodes couldn't feel like a full hour. Not in a bad way, not in a bad way. Um, just, they cover so much ground in Mandalorian, even, even in Clone Wars also. I mean, they cover so many, so many things. Um, so yeah, that's coming out, well, by the time you guys are listening to this, it's out right now. So, yeah, um covered the David Prowse thing. He was 85 years old. What a life. What a life. Um, on a much less serious note, but one I, one Star Wars fans would like to make serious, 
We we've also lost a jeans guy. That's right. Um. If, um like, unless you've been li living under a rock for the last two weeks, you've probably heard of jeans guy. The um, from the man there's a man on the Mandalorian crew just kind of in the background of a shot. 1854 in uh, season episode 4, chapter 12, The Siege of the Mandalorian. And he's gone. They edited him out di digitally. I think they did the same thing last year with the boom mic. Boom mic they did it last year. So, but I still have it. I, I've downloaded the episode on Disney+. Plus. I did it like before they removed it. So as long as I don't delete the episode from my phone, I think I still have Jeans Guy. So I'm never going to delete that episode. Um, pretty light news week. Pretty light new, new, news week. Um, got this rumor today from... Let's actually just see right now. Any new news I'd, I did not look at before starting to record. It's very unprofessional of me. Um, We've got this thing next year, uh, Lucasfilm celebrating its 50th anniversary. Oh yeah, we have this new uh, Star Wars Detours thing. I'll be talking about that a bit later. Just put that in here. Okay, so uh, today we got this covered, which is very, very unreliable. Um, it's all clickbait on there, but it said... Rosario Dawson is currently signed for three Star Wars films. I want to put this in here. I like if, if I see something from we got this cover that I don't see anywhere else, I usually just leave, leave it out of the news because it's most likely not true. But um, I thought this was interesting. This may, may be true. This may be true. But we should remember that Felicity Jones... Jin Erso from Rogue One, a Star Wars story, was also signed for three films. Alden Ehrenreich, he, he played Solo in Solo, a Star Wars story, was also signed for three films. This is not an uncommon thing, especially with Disney and how Star Wars has become a cinematic universe. This is not an uncommon thing. Like, Sebastian Stan who plays the the Winter Soldier in the MCU. I think he's, he, he originally signed for like 12 or 13 movies. So he's been in six so far. He was in the first Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Black Panther, Infinity War, and Endgame. That's six movies. He's about to have the Falcon Winter Soldier series on Disney+. And um, there's like, I don't know if, if they decided to trade in a movie for that. Um, if it's like, okay, we're gonna instead have you, have you signed for five, for 11 films and a season of a show. I don't know how it works, but, you know, this is, this doesn't mean anything. I, I, I'd be surprised if Rosario Dawson si signed a contract for one episode of The Mandalorian. I'd be very surprised by that. Um, we also have a new poster for season two of The Mandalorian. This dropped just an hour ago, and I'll post this on our Instagram at Good Commentaries Network. Um, it features, which is at the top, we see Din Djarin with the helmet on. We also see uh, baby Grogu. Ooh. Seems like Grogu is wearing a jacket. So this could be something that he wears in the next three episodes. Something he could wear in the next three episodes. Um, we see Frog Lady. 
see Cobb Vanth Vanth Refrigerations. It's a plant office joke. We see Muff Gideon, Grief Karga, Cardoon, and Bo-Katan. We also see just down here in the corner the Razor Crest, and then up at the top we see this. Um, we see a tower. I, is I, I believe this is the tower or just the walls of the city from last week's episode, the Jedi. I don't know. I'll go back and look. I'll go back and look. I believe it is. It looks like a castle, and we kind of got that kind of look right over there that episode. Um, but that could that that could be Tython. I mean, right here we see ba Baby Yoda, Grogu, wearing a coat. He's wearing a winter coat. Um, yeah, he. This could be from the last three episodes of the season. That could be very interesting. That'd be very very interesting. And I would not be surprised if. So this is our actually our only look, I guess, at the rest of the season. This is Baby Yoda, Gro Grogu. I forget you use that Grogu, wearing a winter coat. Um, just that. Uh, we got. All right, I got written down something else I did not write down. Also today, we got. Uh, Warner Brothers has confirmed. And this isn't really Star Wars related, but something I want to talk about that could be Star Wars related. Warner Brothers has confirmed that the that every movie on their slate for 2021 will release both in theaters and on HBO Max on the same day. This is what they're doing with Wonder Woman 2 in about three weeks, which I'm so excited for. That movie looks so good. Um, this is something that could be very interesting if... Disney decides to do this with Black Widow, and if it then if it works with Black Widow, they do it with Eternals and Shang Chi and their Mar Marvel movies. But with people getting more and more of these like home theaters, we kind of have a home theater here. It's it's we got a projector. It's not really a home theater, you might say, but it's it's kind it's like half a theater, I guess. Um. So, of course, I mean, I got the big screen. I could watch a new Star Wars film on. But I, I really love, like, I think the only movie that's been announced that I'd probably just risk my life to go see is a new Star Wars film. And I really hope that COVID is not around in three years. But if it is, uh, we got the vaccine now. But anyway, it's possible that if theaters do end... By the time the next Star Wars film. I'd be... I mean, of course, it's just my situation. We have a home theater. I'd be fine with watching a movie here. I'd invite some friends over. We could just watch a new Star Wars movie together. We could have that sort of a theater experience. I don't know. Um, but, but, but what do you guys think? E email me, mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. And i just love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, we also have this thing that leaked about a week ago. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. A full episode of the animated comedy series Star Wars Detours leaked. So for those of you who don't know, Star Wars Detours was an animated comedy series. They had like, I, I think they had like 30 episodes at least completed. This is one of the things that Disney 
shut down after they bought out Lucasfilm. You've seen a fully finished episode. I mean, like, I think there's, like, some words at the top, like, take three or something like that. I don't know. But you can edit those out so easily. It's... I would love to see this series be dumped on Disney+. Plus. You know, I'm just... You don't have to say, like, D- Detours is coming in three months. Just put it on there. And then say Star Wars D- Detours is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. That'd be... I'd be fine with that. We'd, we'd cover it on the podcast. You'd be like, okay... No, uh, this is the first batch of episodes, like episodes one through five, whatever. We could, I, I'd love to do that. I think it would be really, really fun. So, the episode was, watch like a week ago, it was like six minutes long. Um, It was about uh, Forlom and Zuckus uh, robbing Dexter Jetster's diner from Attack of the Clones. But it's set... I think before New Hope. If it's after New Hope, it's no farther than Empire Strikes Back. Because Lando is is in it. He's on Cloud City. But there's some great jokes like Jar Jar's in it. So, of course, it's supposed to be non-canonical. Like, there's no possible way this could ever be canon. It's too silly, but it would still be fun. It would still be fun. And I would... I'd love to see this come out. I I would love to see Star Wars Detours get released. So, we got it with the Snyder Cut. Let's do it again. Uh, We need need a a, uh, catchphrase or something. We need need a catchphrase. We gotta think of one. We gotta think of one. So, um, yeah. Alright. Um, so, I think that's it for news. That's it for news. Oh, another funny thing in Star Wars Detours episode, like, everybody kept messing up Forlom and Zuckus, and even, like, like, the official news report on it, uh, was, like, not, like, the official official, like, in the real world, but, like, in the Star Wars galaxy, like, Lando and Forlom and Zuckus are watching it at the end, and then it mislabels Zuckus and Forlom. I thought that was hysterical. I, 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 I love that. So, let's get into the main part the podcast is gonna take a while oh boy okay so there's no new comic out this week so i think in these weeks where we don't have a new comic out i'm gonna go through and do like star wars tv spin-off ideas or scariest parts of star wars if we're close to halloween i don't know but today i decided Ahsoka was in the Mandalorian. We just saw Bo-Katan. People are going to want to know if you've never seen Clone Wars or Rebels or Resistance. They're all on Disney+. Plus. If you're, if you're able to watch Mandalorian, you're able to watch the, the animated shows too. At least if you're in the United States. Well, there are other countries that have everything. But like here in the US, we've got everything Star Wars on Disney+. Plus. Like everything canon, it's there. The, uh, the, entire Scott, the entire Skywalker saga... Rogue One, Solo, the Clone Wars crappy movie. Um, Niche incidentally is on this list of best episodes of Star Wars animation. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through now. This might take a while. Okay. I'm going to talk about all this stuff right here. Uh, best parts, best episodes, m- most essential episodes of the Clone Wars, Rebels, and Resistance. Okay. Star Wars The Clone Wars. 
You guys may want, want to write this down. Maybe I'll make a Google Doc or something and I'll link to it in the episode notes. I'll probably do that just so you guys don't write this. You don't have to write this down. Um, so, best episodes of Star Wars animation. Starting at the beginning, Star Wars Clone Wars. Number one, the Clone Wars theatrical release. This is a movie. This is like an hour and a half long. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. The reason I'm telling you to watch it is because it sets up the show. This is a, essentially the pilot episode for the series is this theatrical release. So, yeah. Watch that. It introduces you to Ahsoka Tano. And I'll tell you, Ahsoka's a little bit annoying at first until about, I think, season two. When that's when Ahsoka really gets more confidence. And really, I don't think... I think in my season one episodes, I've only got one episode in here that includes Ahsoka. So, don't worry, you're, you're fine. If, if if you don't like this Clone Wars movie Ahsoka, you only have to live with her for like two hours. And then she gets mature and um, she does things. So, yeah, that's number one. Clone Wars theatrical release. Going into season one now, I got episode five, Rookies. Rookies is an episode that introduces you to the clones in a really good way. One of, I think, the strongest parts of the Clone Wars series is its ability to humanize the clone troopers. They all look the same. They all sound the same. Essentially, they all should be the same, but they're not. They're all very different people, and that's one of the strongest parts of this series is that it brings the clones to life in a way that you would not expect from the an animated series, honestly. Um, episode 10, Lair of Grievous. Uh, this episode is basically just backstory to Grievous. If you're one of the people who didn't like Grievous, who thought it was annoying and everything, this is the episode you should watch. This episode explains his really just how General Grievous became General Grievous and it's really interesting and it's really really good so yeah there's that um episode 16 the hidden enemy the hidden enemy um is set before the Clone Wars movie that's another thing with this show it's kind of confusing this is a show that jumps around a lot. The show jumps around quite a bit in the timeline. There are two episodes set before the movie, being episode 216, Cat and Mouse, and episode 116, The Hidden Enemy. I do not have... If you want to find like the actual chronological order of the Clone Wars, it's on StarWars.com. Again, a link to that in the show notes. You can find it. Um, but yeah, this episode introduces us, again, it gives more personality to the clones in the sense that, like, one of the clones is a traitor and is giving information to Ventress and the Separatists. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to recommend that one too. Um, and a lot of things, things in here also are arcs. So what the Clone Wars also does really well is it has arcs of episodes where, like, there's like three or four episodes that make up one story. 
and then it just moves on something entirely new. So it's almost like, it's it's almost like each season is just six hour and a half long episodes. It's almost what it's like. That's what it's like to me, at least. I don't, and I'm sure it's like that for some other people, but this, ep- but these are three episodes, the Ryloth arc. Episodes are episodes. It's episode nineteen, Storm Over Ryloth. Episode twenty, Innocence of Ryloth. And episode twenty one, Liberty on Ryloth. So episode nineteen, which I'm just gonna call episode one, just because it's the first part of the arc. So the first part of the arc. This is really the episode where Ahsoka matures the most. I feel like she matures gradually over time. But I feel like this is the episode that has the most character development for Ahsoka Tano. Because it, because she's supposed to go on it. She, she's leading her clone troopers into battle, like in starships and stuff. They all die because of her, because of, because she doesn't really know how to lead. And it's just so interesting. It's so, so interesting how they do this. And it's just, there's not a lot of good things in season one of any show, I feel, but this is one of the strongest parts of season one, or these three episodes. I'm not going to go into the rest of it because of spoilers and stuff. Um, so moving on to season two now, I have a lot of episodes, but it's only one, two, I've got four arcs and one standalone episode in here. So the first arc I've got is, um, I don't know if you know what to call this. What do you call the arcs? I'll be right back. So it seems like this arc is called Magic of the Holocron. And it's about... The bounty hunter Cad Bane goes and he steals a holocron from from the Jedi Temple that includes the names of four sensitive children across the galaxy. Those of you who have played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order may think that sounds somewhat familiar. So... They, so Cad Bane gets it, gives it to Palpatine, and basically these arcs, this arc is um, Palpatine, I guess Cad Bane, bounty hunter, is tr- it's not Palpatine himself, but he's trying to get these kids, and the Jedi, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Windu, and Ahsoka, they're not going to let him take the four sensitive children. They even go to Mustafar at one point, and that's really, really interesting. So, the next arc that I have here, Season 2, Episodes 5 through 8, the Geonosis arc. Um, it's about the second battle of Geonosis. This is a four-part arc. Um, and essentially, it's this, the second battle of Geonosis. Um, you meet Barris Offie. Is very important moving forward. You meet just like a lot of. You meet Luminar Unduli, and you just get to explore. I feel this is the beginning where we get to see like the other parts of the Force in the Star Wars galaxy. Like you got like the magic part, the Force part, and it's just really interesting how I think they do this. So the next arc. Uh, actually, it's a standalone episode called The Deserter. In that episode, um, Captain Rex uh, finds a clone trooper deserter. And that's it's just... It's very interesting. It's very, very interesting to me, at least. So, put that one on there. 
Um, and here's the also here's the other thing. If you don't like an arc, you can just skip it. You can just skip that arc and then go back to it like later if you want to. But you can skip to like the next batch of episodes. You're not gonna miss too much. So I mean, like unless you skip like the Siege of Mandalore, which is should not be the first arc of the Clone Wars you watch. You gotta build up to it. So um, the next arc I got is season two episodes twelve through fourteen. Um, the first Mandalore arc in which you are introduced to Duchess Satine Death Watch pre Vizsla, and it's the first time we see the Darksaber. So if you're looking for stuff to um, give you some more clarity on the Mandalorian, this is one of the arcs to watch, these three episodes. Uh, the episode titles are The Mandalore Plot, Voyage of Temptation, and Duchess of Mandalore. So the, I, then I've got the last three episodes of season two, episodes 20, 21, 22, Death Trap, R2 Come Home, and Lethal Trackdown. This is called the Boba Fett arc because Daniel Logan comes back for this arc, who he voiced young Bo Boba Fett in episode two, Attack of the Clones, and he is looking for revenge on Mace Windu. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's really, really good. So, yeah. Just watch that arc. It'll hopefully that comes into play this season for The Mandalorian. Um, next, I've got one of my favorite episodes. Uh, episode 301 and 302. Clone, clone Cadets and Arc Troopers. So this is going to be an episode where you're going to want to go back a bit to uh, Season 1. What you're going to want to do, watch Clone Cadets, go back to Rookies, Episode 105 of the show, then watch the O2 Arc Troopers. Because it's like, this is one of the things. Like, you got this episode of Clone Cadets, which is a prequel episode. You got that episode, and then you have a sequel episode. And these are two of my favorite favorite episode of the show so oh, it's so good and it introduces you to fives and echo in a big way you got their introduction in episode 105 but now you get to go through and see it see their actual origins so highly highly recommend at least clone cadets like honestly if if, if you only watch one episode episode from these Watch Clone Cadets. And honestly, some of the stuff I put in here was just because it may affect the timeline later. Like, I put, like, Bo-Katan's in intro episode in, in here. So, yeah. Um, nah, I'm going to delete these. These are two of the uh, Mandalore episodes and Season 3 episodes, one of episode 305 and episode 306. They're not that important to the show. Um, essentially, it's just someone is poisoning like tea it's not that interesting so yeah um all right episode 310 heroes on both sides this is an episode i think america needs right now we're very divided after the election so um people on both sides are very divided so watch this episode episode 310 heroes on both sides 
In the episode, Padme and Ahsoka meet Separatists, people from the Separatist Parliament. And you can see that they're, they're not terribly different. That there are people, and if you got to know the people, you, you'd be very good friends with the people. So, that one also. Heroes on both sides. It's not an action episode, it's a political episode, but I think this is like one of the only political episodes I have on here. Because like, there is a lot of politics in this show. So, yeah. Um, Okay, episode... Oh... Episode, I got three arcs right here, three trilogies. So episode, episodes 312 through 320 is what I have. So the first arc, episode 312 through 314, the Night Sister arc. Those episodes include Night Sisters, Monster, and Witches of the Mist. And you meet the Night Sisters. Those of you who played Jedi Fallen Order, that name, that sh should sound familiar. So... You go to Dathomir, you meet Savage Press, and at the end of the arc, probably know this because you've probably seen Solo, you, we, we learn that Darth Maul is indeed alive. So, yeah, this introduces more of the more magic part of the Force. You then have episodes 315 through 317, the Mortis Trilogy. Overlords, Alter Mortis, and Ghosts of Mortis. These are three episodes that take you into the Force in such a weird way. It's so strange, but it's really good. It's really good. Uh, Liam Neeson reprises his role as Qui-Gon Jinn, and Pernilla August reprises her role as Shmi Skywalker. So, Weird stuff happens in these three episodes that you gotta watch. The last three episodes of this arc of the season, uh, the Citadel arc, the Citadel counterattack and Citadel rescue. Three episodes that, um, not I don't really think these three episodes are important, but they set up something that's going to set up something. So I put them in here because it's really important for something in season seven, which I, I should probably put. Those season seven episodes in here. So I'm going to do that. Don't worry. Because it's going to be very important for a show we're getting next year. So moving on to season four of The Clone Wars. And I've got almost all of season four on here. Um, okay. I think there's only like two episodes in here that I left out. Um, no, I, I can remove some of these first three episodes. This uh, Mon Calamari arc you guys it, it's fine you don't need to watch it though um but episode 7 through 10 the darkness on umbara arc is so good you meet general krell you it just oh my god you see these clones have individuality to them and it's so good it's so good it's dark there's one part here i'm not gonna spoil it i'm not gonna spoil it but you're gonna just be like oh my god what did he do i think that's episode 10 i want to say i want to say that's episode 10 or 9 i'm not sure 
It's one of the last two episodes. And you're going to just be like, oh my god, he did that. He, he did that. So, yeah, those four episodes are outstanding. Very, very memeable. Uh, episodes 11 through 13, Kidnapped, Slaves of the Republic, and Escape from Kadavo. Um, Ahsoka's people are enslaved by slavers, really. It's very interesting how they do that. And, um, and Anakin's learned how to flirt in these, in this, uh, what, year, year and a half? Since, um, two years, I guess, since Attack of the Clones. So, yeah, um, episode 14, A Friend in Need, the introduction of Bo-Katan. That's where we first see Bo-Katan Kreese in, um, canon, played by Katie Sackhoff. She's the first person to play a character in animation, then move her over to live action. So that was very, very cool. And get to see her, her interact with Ahsoka. So that's very, very, very good. Um, after that, um, got the rest of the season. Season four, we got um, four episodes where Obi-Wan is pretending to be a bounty hunter. And it really, the reason, the main reason I included this arc is because I've, I would just put in the last episode, Crisis on Naboo, but... It's not going to make too much sense unless you've seen all four episodes of the arc. It really helps to set up Anakin's turn to the dark side in Render the Sith, these four episodes. And then I've got episode 19, Massacre, where the droid army attacks the Night Sisters. Again, if you played Fallen Order, this episode is referenced very blatantly. They, they say it out, they're like, someone carried your weapon and destroyed my family, meaning General Grievous. Then these last two episodes of season four, Brothers in Revenge, the return of Darth Maul is so, so good. It's so good. It's just so good. Put those in there because you got to put those in there. We got most of season five, except for a couple of episodes. Um, so the first episode, Revival. Just more Maul stuff, Maul being awesome. I would actually move this episode down. Again, if, if you want to find the real watch order of the show, I'll put it in the show notes so you can find it. But this is an episode that should be viewed after episode 9 of the season. But whatever. You guys can do what you want. Um. Yeah. Uh, episodes 2 through 5 is the introduction of Saw Gerrera. You may remember him from Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, played by Forrest Whitaker, and then appearing again in Star Wars Rebels. Um, honestly, this is just when I started to watch the show live as it was coming out, so that's just for nostalgia reasons, that's why I put it in here. Um, and it sets up a movie late, late, later on. Um, then we have a Youngling arc, episodes 6 through 9. The Gathering, Tiss of Strength, Bound for Rescue, and a Necessary Bond. Um, if I'm being honest, you really only need the first episode of this arc, episode 6, The Gathering, because it introduces you to Ilum, which later became Starkiller Base. So, yeah. If you want to keep watching the arc because you're loving it, go ahead. Go ahead. And just skip the, the droids arc altogether. You, you don't need that one. Then, The Return of Maul. We got these the next three episodes. Eminence, Shades of Reason, and The Lawless. Maul takes over Mandalore. 
and he fights Darth Sidious. I don't have to say anymore. Go watch that one. Then we've got these last four episodes of season five. Sabotage the Jedi who knew too much to catch a Jedi, the wrong Jedi. Um, very, very important arc right here. Some of the stuff I put in here because it's just awesome to look at, but these are four episodes that are very important to the series. So I put them in there. Um, season six now. I've got the first four episodes of the season. The Unknown, Conspiracy, Fugitive, and Orders. I just watched these in the last day or so. They're so good. They set up Orders 66 so well. And it's so sad. So I put them in there. In the last four episodes of the season, The Lost Ones, Voices, Destiny, and Sacrifice. Again, very important. Season 7, now. Um, The first four episodes of the season, The Bad Batch Arc. Uh, those the, those episodes are called The Bad Batch, um, A Distant Echo, sorry, I don't have these written down yet, which I'm just thinking of off the top of my head. Episode 3, the um, On the Wings of Kiridax, and episode 4, um, Unfinished Business. I really just put these episodes in here because we're getting the Bad Batch series next year. So I wanted to put them in there just so you guys, because we're going to, we will of course be covering the Bad Batch on this podcast. How could we not? Um, yeah. Okay. Put that in there. Um, then the last four episodes of the series, The Siege of Mandalore, Old Friends Not Forgotten, The Phantom Apprentice, Shattered, Victory, and death. Oh my god. Interconnectivity is all I have to say. How I would watch these four episodes, do the first one, then rewatch Revenge of the Sith. Okay? Do it like that. Watch episode 9, watch Revenge of the Sith again. And then do the Phantom Apprentice, Shattered, and Victory and Death. This, These four episodes are honestly, and a lot of people are saying this, the best Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. These are four episodes that are outstanding. Moving on to Star Wars Rebels. A lot of people are very hesitant of the series. It's very, at first, it seems very kiddie. It's just in the first season. And honestly, I've cut out 10 episodes of season one. There's 15 episodes. I kept five of them in there. I included Spark of, and again, the series on Disney+. Plus. Spark of Rebellion Part 1, Spark of Rebellion Part 2. It introduces us to the characters. This is a much more linear series than The Clone Wars was. You have to know the characters. So I did that. And then the last three episodes of the season called Action Rebel Resolve and Fire Across the Galaxy just because they're... just because they're good and they set up the rest of the show and it's when it gets darker. The Siege of Lothal, part one and part two for season two now. Um, 
it's so it's so linear now i really just can't figure out how to do this i'm gonna put the link in the show notes for the rest of these just because i don't think i'm able just because both rebels and resistance are both so linear i can't really tell you which episodes but what i am gonna do i'm what i'm gonna do for those of, I will put like, after the episode title, I'm going to put something that they set up. So if if you're just interested in the stuff that leads up to the Mandalorian, I'm going to put that in here. If you're interested in, in learning who Thrawn is, I'm going to put it in here. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of it. Some of this sets up Rogue One, some of it sets up A New Hope. That's what I'm going to do. Same, same with Resistance. And Resistance, um, some of it's really, really good. Very, very underrated series. I cut out half the show. So, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go through the rest of these, like, 100 episodes I got on here. You can find them all in the show notes. Um, yeah. So thank you guys so, so much for listening to the podcast. I'm Drew Gretsch. Uh, you can... Find us on Instagram at Commentaries Network. Leave a five-star review on iTunes and, and we'll read it on the next Mandalorian coverage episode. We're all caught up on five-star reviews, so get it in and we'll read it first. Um, We'll, we'll be back tomorrow with um, some Mando coverage for Chapter 14. And I should say, I did not do the Battlefront 2 Resurrection episode this week because of David Prowse. I didn't want to... I just felt like we needed to have it be more reverent you know i i didn't want to put that in there instead of a proper tribute but don't worry that's coming this week what i might do is i might just record both resurrection squadrons i'll change some release dates it'll be seamless don't worry um unless of course you're watching the future and you'll be very confused what i'm saying uh check out the website kidcommentariesnetwork.com and we'll we'll be back later tonight with uh the mandalorian chapter 14 Thank you guys so, so much for listening, and the Force will be with you, always.